to the NFT Pinas Podcast, where we explore, educate, and share about all things in the crypto world. And today, ang pag-uusapan natin ay ang the state of crypto in the Philippines. Together with the founders of NFT Pinas, uh, we are here to share with you kung ano ba yung mga napapansin namin sa crypto space dito sa Philippines and all of those things. But before we do and dive um, into that, this is not... A financial advice. We encourage everyone to always do fact-checking and doing your own research on topics discussed um, dito sa podcast namin. And the views and opinions of our guests do not reflect or represent NFT Pinas as a whole. Sa mga hindi nakakakilala sa amin, sa mga bagong nag-like ng page, na naging part ng aming Discord community and also our Facebook group, we are NFT Pinas, and we are a group of crypto, blockchain, and Web3 enthusiasts aiming to share, educate, and explore the world of Web3 to everyone willing to learn with us. We aim to build a community of driven people that pace it forward and are always willing to learn and then share to others the amazing opportunities that cryptocurrencies, trading, NFTs, and more can provide. We believe in the mantra of Hilahan Pataas where we basically help each other through everything na pwede naming matulungan ang isa't isa. So, as part of that mantra, uh, yun nga, we aim to share our knowledge about the Web3 and crypto space with all of you as well as learn from each other sa mga ibang experts na makikilala natin along the way. And since sobrang bago pa lang talaga ng blockchain technologies and we are still in the infancy stage, kumbaga. So, we, there are still lots more to learn, lots more to explore, and that is what NFT Pinas is all about. Our agenda for today is basically, pag-usapan lang natin kung ano ba yung mga uh, anything about what's happening sa current state ng crypto sa Philippines. To start, I guess, kailan nga ba nag-start lahat ng to? So, cryptocurrency, ang pinakaunang lumabas talaga dyan is, alam naman natin to, is yung Bitcoin. So, it started in 2009 and it is, it is the first decentralized cryptocurrency sa buong mundo. However, hindi doon talaga pinaka nag-start ng lahat. So, back in 1983, a man named David Jom created what's called eCash. So, si eCash, uh, parang concept siya ng digital money na pwedeng mag-transfer anonymously from one person to another using the internet. So imagine 1983, meron ng concept na gano'n na nabuo before, pero during 1998, palang, parang fully nagkaroon ng actual term for it, which is cryptocurrency. Okay, so backtrack pa tayo. Uh, 1983 yung eCash, then 19, uh, 1993, nagkaroon ng company called DigiCash, which partnered up with big banks in... US, if I'm not mistaken. And then, hindi siya nag-boom kasi hindi nagkaroon ng mass adoption, nagkaroon ng mga issues with uh, coordination with the systems na in place. Plus, wala pang parang full rules and regulations na governing digital cash. So, syempre, dahil doon, parang yung partnerships nag-fell off din, parang hindi rin natuloy talaga or parang hindi rin nagamit ng lubusan ng mga tao. So, nag-lilo yung concept na yun. But the developers at the time are, have been looking at the white paper no DigiCash and eCash. And then, yun yan, 1998, nagkaroon ng cryptocurrency na term. And then, few years later, 2005, there's a man called Wei Dai. He's a developer as well. And he developed what's called Bcash, letter B, as in bit, yung Bitcoin. B. Bcash yung tinawag niya. And this is the first decentralized coin. 
supposedly. Pero for some reason, hindi hindi siya fully naging developed. Hindi rin siya naging yung Bitcoin as we know today. So, few years later, 2009, Satoshi Nakamoto, the, the anonymous developer of Bitcoin, uh, published the white paper sa uh, isang forum where developers are basically talking about crypto- cryptography, the digital cash, and everything internet-related actually. So, people dun sa forums na yun took notice of this white paper and become became mainstream basically in a matter of months. So, maraming nag-adapt ng technology, maraming nag-test ng theory, and he basically did what's now we know cryptocurrencies talaga. So, siya yung pinakaunang mass adopted na cryptocurrency ngayon. Ayan, 2009, Bitcoin launch and also a New Liberty Standard launch as well. So, yung New Liberty Standard, ito naman yung pinatawag natin na first decentralized exchange. So, basically, what an exchange does is converting your fiat currency, like your peso, your dollar, and then converting it to the digital currency, which is, at that time, Bitcoin pa lang. Before I discuss yung 2010, 2009, di ba, na-launch yung Bitcoin. Pero wala pa siyang pinaka-value talaga. So, what New Liberty Standard used as parang basis sa value ng Bitcoin is kung gano'ng kalakas yung electricity consumed by mining yung actual block for the Bitcoin. So alam niyo naman na yung Bitcoin is also mined using computer hardware and yun yung naging basis ng New Liberty Standard. So kung magkano yung price ng electricity to mine a certain block for Bitcoin, yun yung naging exchange rate for Bitcoin. I'm not sure kung magkano yung naging value na before pero definitely it will it was less than what it's worth now. Fast forward 2010, one person ordered pizza sa isang pizza place and for some reason itong pizza place na to knows about Bitcoin. So pumayag siya na makipag-trade ng 10,000 Bitcoin for pizza. Imagine 10,000 Bitcoin. Tapos what if hinold ng taong yun yung 10,000 Bitcoin eh, 'di ba? Sobrang mayaman na siguro nun <laughs> if tinold niya yun. Pero kaya kasama siya sa crypto timeline na nakikita niyo dito sa screen is because this was the first time na nagkaroon ng parang actual value yung Bitcoin that time which is equivalent to one pizza. <laughs> so naging ano siya, parang yun na yung naging basis kasi kumalat siya sa forums ng mga Bitcoin enthusiasts and hardcore enthusiasts talaga. Yun yung parang first mark na, uy, may value pala tong cryptocurrency na to, itong digital cash na to. So, from that point on, karoon na ng mga, ano, mas mataas na trading volumes, mas marami na nagko-convert ng fiat to Bitcoin. So, nag, parang nagtumataas yung interest sa digital cash. And then, come 2011, nagkaroon naman ng Litecoin. So, as any parang venture, usually nagkakaroon ng, ano eh, ng competition right away. So, Litecoin was... Uh, invented in 2011 as somewhat a competition to Bitcoin. So what they are offering that time was faster transaction, uh, smaller network fees, yung tinatawag ng gas fees natin ngayon. Yan. So yun yung, parang yun yung differentiation niya with Bitcoin. And then a year later, nagkaroon ng event called Bitcoin Havening. So... For everyone who is not familiar with having or yung term na having, basically every cryptocurrency has some form of this. So what's happening here is kapag ka nag-having, yung rewards na nakukuha from mining a certain block nagre-reduce significantly. So pinaprevent kasi nito yung pagdami ng supply na mapoproduce by 
mining the block. So each time nagkakaroon ng happening, umuunti yung supply sa market. So in turn, tataas yung value niya eventually. So 2012 was the first happening of Bitcoin. And dito rin nagkaroon ng uh, mga different kinds of ways to earn more uh, cryptocurrencies. So dyan lumabas yung tinatawag na staking. Staking is para siyang time deposit sa mga banks natin ngayon. So if you keep a certain amount of cryptocurrency in maybe a platform na nag-offer ng staking, maka-earn ka ng either same digital currency na yon or a different kind of cryptocurrency. So for example, yung pinaka-relevant ngayon si AXS sa Axie Infinity. Pag in-stake mo siya, dumadami yung volume mo ng AXS din. Over a period of time, magkakaroon ka ng rewards na equivalent dun sa pinasok mo na cryptocurrency. So yun yung staking. And then also 2012, dito rin lumabas si Coinbase which is exchange na based sa US and they are also the first one to offer yung USDC or yung stablecoin na tinatawag. So ang difference ng stablecoin sa cryptocurrency is yung stablecoin back siya ng isang specific na currency. So USDC is 1 is to 1 ratio or 1 is to 1 yung palitan niya with the US dollar. Coinbase was the first one to offer that. And USDC is probably the first stablecoin as well. Then come 2013, ito. So maraming nagtatry ng gumawa ng mga cryptocurrencies. And because the code for making a cryptocurrency is open source, anyone can basically create their own coin. Dito rin sumisikat that time nung 2013 yung meme na Doge. Kung alam niyo yung aso na Shiba. Tama, di ba? Shiba yun, guys. <laughs> uh, Dogecoin was created as a meme coin. It started out as a joke and it's probably still is pero for some reason nagkakaroon siya ng uh, intrinsic value and ngayon medyo sikat siya because of Elon Musk's mga uh, tweets and ang dami, ang dami nangyari sa Dogecoin na kaya hanggang ngayon buhay pa rin siya pero really it started out as a joke. Meron ba dito nagtitrade ng Dogecoin? Ah, dati yun. Dati. Oh, may, meron yun yung time ng 2017. Anong Bitrex ata yun? Yung, tran- yung broker ko na yun. Meron ako dating bit, ano eh, dog, Dogecoin nun eh. So, meme coin talaga yun. Marami yun eh. Kaso biglang na- nawala yung exchange na yun. Hanggang ngayon hindi ko na-retrieve. So, kung na-retrieve ko yun sana, baka wala tayo ngayon dito. Dead joke lang. Kaso, <laughs> kaso taro, totoo yun ha. Kaso binaon ko na lang sa limot yung shares ko or yung coin ko dun sa Dogecoin na yun. Kaya mapait na sayang na opportunity yun. Kaso okay lang yun. Okay guys. Uh, Ako personally hindi ko siya trinade. Trinade ko siya i-trade last year kaso wala eh. <laughs> so ulitin natin yung sa part ng Ethereum. So Ethereum came out in 2016. Um, developed siya ni Vitalik Buterin. Ang concept nila or what he's trying to solve what's the problems that arise with Bitcoin, which is mainly expansion issues, uh, wala ka ng ibang pwedeng gawin with Bitcoin uh, aside from being a digital currency. So to solve that, he created Ethereum. So Ethereum um, started what's called the smart contracts, which enables developers to basically um, add or make their own applications that run on a blockchain which is specific to Ethereum. So dahil ito lumalabas na yung mga uh, decentralized applications na tinatawag and a lot of people at that time got excited kasi marami ka nang pwedeng gawin sa blockchain aside dun sa having uh, digital, digital currency. 
So from there, nag-start na yung parang ano talaga, um, more mainstream exposure, more interest sa blockchain and sa cryptocurrency world, which is why in 2017 dun talaga nag-start yung pag-boom. Although 2018 alam naman natin lahat nag-crash lahat ng cryptocurrency that time. Pero if you look at the overall chart from 2009 to today, makikita mo na ano siya, steady climb siya. 'Di ba guys? Yep. Okay, so yun yung basically yung crypto timeline. So that's how it all started and sa Philippines, so who pioneered the crypto movement? Back in 2014, CoinsPH launched in the Philippines and served as the entry point for most crypto enthusiasts dito sa Philippines at that time. So, any experience with CoinsPH na masashare nyo guys? Uh, ako way back 2017, dyan ako nag-start nung CoinsPH. So, pakunti-kunti tayo doon nag-start mag-ipon. Kaso, 2017, yun, yun, yun na yung peak eh. So... Doon ko na, na-experience yung breakdown. Doon naubos yung pera ko eh. Kaya after some time na lang ulit ako bumalik ng crypto nun eh. Actually, itong CoinsPH yung based on my experience. Sobrang taas nung fees. Kaya iniwan ko yan nung nagkaroon na ng Binance eh. Ng Binance. So doon na ako, start, doon na ako nag-start. Tapos hanggat sa nag-open na ako ng mga iba't ibang exchanges. Ayun. Mamaya kwento natin yung mga ibang exchange. Ayan, sabi ni Gideon ko sa ating Facebook page. Nako, that time, dyan yung uso mga Bitcoin mining scam. Totoo. Maraming parang ginawang scam nung time na yan sa CoinsPH. Pero yung iba, referral fee, ano lang pala, pinapasign up ka lang kasi para magkaroon sila nung 50 pesos yun eh. Natatandaan ko yung campaign nila nun eh. Na every referral, meron kang 50 pesos na matatanggap sa wallet mo. Grabe. Tapos yun yan, yung mga crypto mining scam na I think i-invite ka na maging part ng group. Mag-invest ka lang sa ganyan. Tapos ipapapasa through CoinsPH. If I remember correctly. How about yung iba? May experience ba kayo with CoinsPH? Ako personally wala, Gab. Tingin ko, share ko na lang yung reason behind uh, later on kung bakit. Medyo late ako pumasok sa crypto scene. Ako, personally, parang mga 2015 ya yata ako pumasok sa coins. Kasi nung 2013, naririnig tsaka nababasa-basa ko na yung Bitcoin before. And then, nung lumabas yung coins PH, yun, napansin ko nga rin na ang taas ng fees, tapos ang taas ng spread ng palitan. Yung tipong parang 300 pesos yung difference sa actual exchange rate sa US. Medyo nakaka-turn off pero wala tayong choice that time. Kasi yun lang yung alam natin na way para makapasok sa Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies. Yun, uh, I, I believe CoinsPH yung parang nagpo-push talaga that time. Na ito yung cryptocurrencies. We are one of the first in the, I think, Asia na ano, nag-serve as yung decentralized exchange. Or at that time, exchange lang talaga sila <laughs> And yun yan, nag-offer sila ng services, nakipag-partner sila sa mga local brands like yung mga utilities natin, Loeb, PLDT, Meralco, yung mga bills payment, kumbaga. So they offered services na where you can use your Bitcoin and Ethereum and I think ngayon may AXS and other coins na rin sila. I believe sila talaga yung nag-pioneer ng crypto movement. During those early years, of course, uh, hindi lahat Pinoy is parang readily accepted yung concept ng digital cash, ng cryptocurrencies. And as usual, ang mga maririnig mo pag inintroduce mo sa kanila, nako, scam naman yan eh. Yun yung madalas natin marinig kapag, uy, 
may nakita akong ganito na yung tungkol sa Bitcoin, ganyan-ganyan. Pag inintroduce mo sa mga tropa or kay uh, family, ito talaga yung unang-una laging nasasabi nila eh, na scam yan. Pero as with any new thing that comes along, uh, especially it in, if it involves yung pera talaga, yan yung una talaga nilang sasabihin. And then, nandiyan pa yung takot na ay, nasa internet yung pera. Paano yun? Paano nag-work yun? Hindi ba yan mga hack? Hindi ba yan mga, <laughs> mga nanakaw ng ibang tao? Or baka mamaya, pinasok yung pera ko dyan, pero pag nawala yung company kung saan ko pinasok yun, makawala. Kung baga, hindi nila nag-grasp talaga yung concept ng decentralization. And kahit na may coins PH, na supposedly secure naman, fairly secure, hindi pa rin talaga sila naniniwala. Maraming parang allergic. <laughs> di ba? Kayo ba? Ganun din ba yung naging experience nyo when you are uh, sharing about cryptocurrencies? Ako, kasi nung 2010, bilang IT kasi yung, ano, di ba, yung course natin before. Hmm. So, medyo techy. Tapos, may hobby na ako before na hindi nagpapatay ng PC. Tapos, may friend ako na naka-SLI yung setup. Ganyan, naka-crossfire, ganun. Tapos, yeah. nakita ako to. Tapos, sabi ko, ba't di natin try itong, ano, Bitcoin? Since, kagana lang naman siya sa PC natin na bukas, ganyan. Tapos, kusa na siya magmamain para sa atin. Tapos, parang, lo, pinagsasabi mo. O, parang, ano gagawin natin dyan sa Bitcoin? Ganyan, ganyan. 2010 yun. Tapos, sana na lang. Kasi bilang naive tayo na first year college, ganyan, hmm. bata. So, sipin mo, as an adult, ang hirap intindihin ng digital currency. Tapos, at that point, hindi pa rin naman widely available yung information, yung usage, yung withdrawal, hmm. and all those stuff. So, yun. Kaya, sana, ginawa ko, pero, well, wala. Kasi nga, na-discourage na ako nung friend kong yun. <laughs> Tapos ngayon, pag nagkwekwentuhan kami, sabi siyempre, dat ginawa natin yun. Nakinig ka kasi sa akin na di sana mayaman na tayo. <laughs> Oo nga, laging may regret talaga yun. No? Sa, kahit na na-discover na, na natin siya early on, lalo na karamihan sa atin dito sa NFT Pinas na core group, uh, IT, kumbaga, we embrace technological advancements, pero pagka may ganun talaga na medyo negative, tapos parang napapaisip ka na, oh nga, baka tama siya, baka scam to, or wala tayong mapapala. So, hindi mo talaga siya itatry. How about the others? May ma-share pa kayong experience. <laughs> Observations din, nung early years. O yung nagsasabi ng scam naman yan eh. Ganito. Sasabi <laughs> <laughs> so, ni Gideon ko, di rin natin sila masisisi kasi mindset nila scam eh. Pero syempre, unti-unti ma-adapt. Yeah, uh, agree naman tayo doon na ganoon talaga pag ganun, bago talaga sa paningin. Tapos, medyo aspect pa ng involved yung technology na hindi natin, hindi tayo familiar with. So, tapos wala pa talaga masyado nag educate that time. And then, konti nga yung resources, sabi ni Jaim kanina. So, yeah, agree naman doon. Big technological shifts in society scare people at first until they fully adapt it. So remember when you're skeptical about Facebook, because uh, my MySpace, tapos Friendster is considered better that time. I think nung boom ng dotcom era around 1998 onwards, uh, like yung credit card payments over internet. Maraming skeptical din nun that time kasi bago nga yung technology and credit cards are negative yung connotation with credit cards before. So tulad nun and ngayon, 
kumbaga same lang eh nang yun nangyayari. Marami talagang skeptical at first, maraming takot gumamit ng technology or to learn more about the technology. So, hindi na talaga siya maiiwasan. So, for me, uh, now that we have a lot of resources na that we can use, there are ways to onboard people about cryptocurrencies, the web3 and NFTs, ganyan. So, yun din yung ano eh, ito yung three parang main purpose ng NFT Pinas which is first, you have to explore you have to really get your feet wet, try it out for yourself so maybe it's uh, yung pagbili from an exchange like yung Binance so bibili ka ng cryptocurrency using peso so at that point you're already learning about uh, the processes, parang first step mo siya kumbaga, you yourself experience it first hand, so you learn about it through various sources and you definitely need to make time to learn next is yung educate uh, you can also find mentors who've been diving into the crypto NFT web3 space and others who share the same interest as you so marami ngayon yung mga telegram groups facebook groups mga tiktok influencers mga youtube influencers kumbaga maraming sobrang daming content na pwede mo makonsume about cryptocurrency and the only thing talaga that uh, you have to do is to make time for it uh, personally nung nagsistart ako sa crypto parang one hour a day <laughs> uh, just reading up uh, yung mga articles na nakikita ko yung mga forums, nakikipag-interact ako doon, uh, usually sa Reddit. Kasi maraming nag-uusap doon about cryptocurrency. And then, absorbing lang information, tapos cross-checking din. Uh, minsan kasi, may mga magsasabi ng facts about Bitcoin, cryptocurrency, ganyan. Pero kapag ni-research mo further, minsan hindi pala totoo, or it links to a certain scam. <laughs> so, being vigilant is also one of the tips siguro na mabibigay ko for those who are new to cryptocurrencies. Pero ang pinakamahalaga is doing doing your own research. So, yun talaga. And then next is share. So, once you've learned certain things about cryptocurrencies, you may want to share it to others as well. And then, at least meron ka ng mga makakausap, makaka-brainstorming. Ayun, kasi the technology is amazing and the future is bright. So, agree ba kayo doon, guys? Na itong tatlong to, yung mga parang mahalagang gawin ng anyone who's uh, wanting to try cryptocurrencies, NFTs, and all of that. Agree ba kayo doon? Or baka may mga tips pa kayo na mabigay? Ako, personally, explore o kasi syempre, wala pang nananalo sa loto na dito mataya kahit sobrang gas-gas niya na. Then, pero what makes NFT better than lottery? Kasi may may value siya eh. And pwede mo siyang i-chart bilang technical na tao. Doon talaga ako pumasok sa sa crypto nung mer- na, na, nakakita na ako ng tangible value niya. Kasi before talaga 2015, 2016, dami kong office mate nagre-crypto na yan. Hindi talaga ako pumapasok at all. Kasi at the end of the day, parang Digital siya, wala akong nakikitang asset outside digital na pwede mong magin. Now, given na nag-evolve na yung crypto throughout these years, doon ko nakita na, okay, may chart na akong pwedeng pagbasihan for analysis. On top of it, may white papers nang lumalabas for the coins or NFTs. Kasi before, wala eh. As in, talagang palo lang siya ng palo pangat. Pero yun nga eh. Papalo siya paangat, pero up to what point? Hindi mo alam kasi wala naman talagang solid plans yung coins before. Tama. Lalo na yung Dogecoin, di ba? <laughs> Sobrang oh. wala talaga siyang purpose. Pero ngayon yata parang may nagde-develop yata ng roadmap for Dogecoin. Ewan ko lang. 
Pero yeah, agree naman dun na compared to before, mas madali na mag-research talaga kasi marami ng resources. Plus, ayun na, may mga lumalabas na, na white papers that can guide your decision on where to invest your money, anong projects yung mas gusto mong suportahan, yung mga ganun. So, nasa sa'yo na lang talaga kung paano mo i-weigh yung risks mo and based on your research, kumbaga. Hello. Ako kasi, yeah. personally, yung uh, nagsa-start yung crypto, Uh, parang napansin ko kasi yung mga information around that time sa internet. Parang hindi kasi siya ano eh, reliable eh. Compare mo right now, I think mas matalino tayo as a person. Tsaka sa when it comes to social media, sa mga infos natin. Parang mas nadedetermine na natin right now na ano yung tama, alam mo ano yung fake news. Parang ganun. So parang tama naman siya yung explore, educate, and uh, share. Tama. Mas ano nga, mas ma, kumbaga mas informed na tayo ngayon compared to before. Kasi at least may mga reliable sources na uh, you, you just have to really sift through everything. And then, uh, doon mo makikita kasi kung alin yung fake news, alin yung may halong scam. Kumbaga, through exploring and getting yourself educated, ano talaga, madedetermine mo na kung ano yung mga safe bets, quote-unquote. Kasi, I say quote-unquote kasi hindi, hindi naman, ano eh, hindi naman sure ball lahat. Kumbaga, there's always risk involved in dealing with crypt- cryptocurrencies. So, Saka, sa mga, dadagdag ko yes. lang yung ano, sa sinabi ni Julian. Hmm. Parang, Go. feeling ko nag, nag domino effect din siya eh. Kasi kung iisipin mo, kung wala namang, kung hindi nag-evolve si Ethereum, hindi naman susunod lahat yun eh. And, Ooh. Since naglabas na ng tangible asset si Ethereum, tangible plan and all, nagsisunura na yung mga coins na sumunod after, which makes the market more interesting sa mga whales and other investors. Kaya mas bumilis yung ikot ng, ng market ngayon in crypto world during that time. Kasi yun eh, nainganyo na yung lahat pumasok eh. So mas madali mag, mag-pump yung charts and, and the prices. Agree, agree. Tama, tama. Tama yung mga points na sinabi ni Jaem, yung mga whales na nagkaroon na ng interest because meron ng ano, mga tangibles involved dun sa cryptocurrencies ngayon. And also, kung mapapansin niyo sa mga news, uh, here and abroad, there are banks that are actually investing on cryptocurrencies, yung mga venture capitals na usually nagbebet lang sila sa mga actual companies which offer services and products na maayos pero now they are also investing in cryptocurrencies kasi they take it as first hedge sa mga interest rates sa mga nangyayari sa stock markets kumbaga another form of investment siya for them and at the same time they know na they are backing up a project na may usage or utility na tinatawag natin. So, kaya mas naging uh, enticing siya sa mga venture capitals, mga investors, yun. So, agree ako dun sa sinabi ni Jai. So, now we go to the current state of crypto in the Philippines. Ngayon, nagbo-boom na yung crypto sa Philippines, especially in the past, I guess, two years. I think nag-start talaga yung pag-boom nung nagkaroon ng NFT gaming sa Pinas. Yun yung pinaka, I think, naging catalyst para mas maingganyo yung mga Filipinos to learn more about um, the crypto space. And not just crypto space, surprisingly, kasi yung NFTs, <laughs> uh, pinapasok na rin ng mga Filipinos. Just a few facts, I guess, sa current state ng current state of crypto in the Philippines. Sorry. So, ngayon, merong millions of active users on Coins PH and Pidax, and not to mention yung Binance. So, in the past 
2-3 years, mas dumami yung mga nagte-trade, mas dumami yung gumagamit ng mga exchanges, and dumadama rin yung mga nagkakrate ng mga wallets. Yan. So, kumaga, mapapansin mo na more and more Filipinos are starting to catch on uh, what cryptocurrency can provide for them in terms of opportunities. And then, ito yung isa sa mga na-surprise ako. So, may nakita akong article just na, I think, last year lang lumabas, November or September, na Philippines stops NFT ownership out of 20 countries. So, yung mga sinurvey nila na countries na to, 30% ng sumagot were Filipinos and they actually own NFTs. Ano ibig sabihin doon na maraming mayayaman sa Pilipinas? <laughs> Di ba? I think, well, oo, in a sense. Maraming whales. Although, hindi natin alam kung ano ba yung mga ininvesta nila na NFTs kasi ang survey lang yata is just if they own NFTs. Also, hindi rin natin alam kung gano'ng kalaki yung pool of people na sinurvey nila. Pero, sa mga, itong lumabas na result was 32% have NFTs. Ano tingin nyo dun, guys? Sobrang na-surprise ako sa fact na to nung nabasa ko siya. Hindi ko ma- mag-grasp na, hala, ganun pala kalaki yung pera ng Pilipino. <laughs> Kung marami silang owning at least one NFT. Grabe. So, Gab, hindi lang siya Southeast Asia, no? Buong, buong, uh, buong country, or buong world. Buong ganun. Parang yung mga, oh, parang top 4 or top 3, South, uh, Asia. Southeast Asia, oo. Oh. Uh-huh. Tapos, 20 countries lang yung survey yata. Although may nakikita ko South Africa, Canada. So may mga western ano rin, world na countries din. Yeah, medyo surprising talaga na 32% yung tayo, tayo pinakamataas out of 20 countries na sinurvey nila. Well, tingin ko pwede natin siyang ma-correlate na yung Philippines isa rin sa top na gumagamit ng internet worldwide. Eh. So feeling ko mas madali nating ma-embrace and mas, mas maraming naingganyo agad kasi mas maraming online sa Pinas in general. Agree. Pwede. Lalo na, ano, no? Pag nakita sa social media, minsan, try agad kahit wala pang research-research. Oh, <laughs> I mean, oh. hindi naman sinabi dyan na yung NFTs ba na hawak nila is mga blue chip or not. NFTs in general lang. So, may, may mga okay. NFTs dyan na affordable mo talaga. And, yun nga, given na ang bilis kumalat ng chisme sa Pinas dahil lahat tayo ay online. Mas, ina-acquire nila. I mean, what is 200-300 pesos worth of NFT kung, kung ganun yung price na makita nila sa internet, di ba? Tama. So, sabi ni Gideon ko, uh, gusto ng mga Pinoy easy money mindset agad. So, I think, oo. Isa yon sa mga possible uh, catalyst for Filipinos na, uy, pwede akong kumita dito. So, bibiling ko na to. Tapos, wait na lang ako ganyan. Without actually researching more, maybe assessing kung ano yung risk reward nila. <laughs> kung baga pasok lang ng pasok, basta makita nila, ay, pwede akong kumita dito. Yun, papasokin talaga ng Pinoy. Which is a double-edged sword in my opinion. Kasi wala eh. You're basically gambling if you're doing that. And given na bilang Pinoy, hindi natin may tatanggi na mahilig tayo sa Mughal. Karera ng kabayo, talpakan, <laughs> di ba? <laughs> Nag-online yung talpakan. <laughs> Oh, oh, pero no wala tayo, meron. Oh, di ba? Jeep pa din. So, feeling ko ganun talaga eh. Y- yun yung mga factor kaya tayo nandiyan sa ibabaw kasi readily available yung internet. Tsaka 
Wala eh. May hilig tayo sa one-hit wonder na panalo agad eh. Talpak-talpak lang eh. Oo nga eh. Kahit nga dito sa crypto, di ba? Yung mga makikita mo na Facebook groups, yung mga posts about trading. Oh, talpak kayo dito. Ito yung oh, PA ko. Diba, talpak na yung terms. <laughs> Oo nga eh. <laughs> Nakairiover siya sa ano. Oo, oh, nakairiover siya sa digital currency. Given na galing siya sa term na pangsugal talaga na talpakan ng manok. <laughs> Oo. Oh. True, true. Okay, next. So, millions of active NFT gamers. So, alam naman natin to itong past two years talaga na sobrang laki na naging growth ng NFT gaming in general. Pero what's surprising is Filipinos na naman yun na ngunguna in terms of active users sa NFT games. Parang with the advent of Axie Infinity, biglang dumami yung users. And surprisingly, Philippines and Venezuela yung two countries na mataas yung user base ng Axie Infinity. They make up 60% ng active users ng Axie Infinity. So, in terms of Filipino uh, population, I think mga nasa million din yung number na yun. Kaya ano eh, yung ibang NFT games specifically targets yung mga advertisement nila to Filipinos. Kasi parang ang iniisip ng mga game developers ngayon, Kapag nakita yun ng mga Pinoy, they will automatically buy into it. Tetrainla yun. Kahit na uh, possible scam. <laughs> Kung baga, basta ma-hype or makita lang sa internet, igogo nila, itatry nila yun without really doing the proper research and risk management. And think, valid naman yung ginagawa ng mga developers na yun. Yun nga lang, parang if people got scammed, tayo yung talo, basically. <laughs> sa akin, isa sa perspective ko dyan, Hmm. Nataon yung boom ng Axis sa gitna ng pandemic eh. So yung mga taong nawala ng trabaho, nakita nilang way talaga ton as kumita. Kasi kumikita na yung ibang tao before pandemic. Eh what for dun sa andaming nawala ng trabaho, tapos relatively affordable lang yung ilalabas mo for Axis before. Tapos dun, dun na lang umangat yung presyo ng Axis and, and the crash and ganun. Pero... Yun, yun talaga feeling kong isa sa trigger niyan is pandemic. Oh, true. Mas numami yung time din kasi ng mga taon nasa bahay lang. So yung ginagamit nila yung extra time that they have to earn more through NFT gamings. And I think nung nag-boom yung Axie Infinity, mura lang din to actually start uh, playing. So people took advantage of it. And kumbaga nag-align lang lahat ng ano, mga factors na pointing towards adoption ng NFT gaming sa Pilipinas. So, madaming active users in NFT gaming, in trading, and yung pag-hold, pagiging holder ng NFTs, tayo yung nasa top talaga ngayon. And that is the current state of crypto in the Philippines. And I think there's more to come. Meron pang mga upcoming games and yung current na think close rival ni ni Axie Infinity which is yung Pegaxi is also booming at the moment. I saw the charts nung itong past few weeks, actually days uh, bagsak yung market <laughs> pero itong Pegaxi coins like yung PGX and yung VIS, currently ano pa rin, going up pa din hanggang ngayon. So it's becoming one of the contenders na can rival Axie Infinity in terms of player base as well as yung earning potential. So, that's one of the things that are really exciting din ngayon sa NFT world, sa NFT gaming space. And 
Sabi ni Gideon ko, pati BAM Crypto is still stable. Uh, oo nga, nakita ko din yan, yung BAM Crypto. Um, I think pataas din yung ano nila, yung coin nila ngayon eh. Bumagsak siya nung 2 weeks ago, around December yan, nakita ko. Pero ngayon, parang recovering plus, dinedefy niya yung current movement ng market in general. So, for those who are not familiar, start sa crypto, here are some basic steps na pwede nyo sundan. We will... Probably publish some videos on how to get a crypto wallet. Kumbaga, itong mga steps na to, gagawa namin to ng content for you guys to follow through. And tutulungan namin kayo to get on, uh, started. Pero these are the general steps on how you can get started. So step one is get a crypto wallet. So there are different kinds of wallets sa uh, crypto world. Um, our recommendation is yung Trust Wallet and Metamask. Kasi yan yung widely used plus fairly good in terms of security kasi you can also connect them to hard wallets na tinatawag, yung mga Trezor, Ledger, yan. The next step is to sign up and get verified on crypto exchanges. So, we do have several uh, different kinds of exchanges like yung Binance, KuCoin, uh, OKX, FTX, dami. <laughs> Marami kang pagpipilian pero choose the ones that are doing yung KYC na tinatawag yung know, know your customer kasi that means they value security and also uh, kumbaga ano eh parang way yun to get accountable if I'm not mistaken sa governments at least so kumbaga safe ka kapag may ganun yung isang exchange okay so next course learn about different cryptocurrency projects find the coin that you like and then invest and then you may also learn skills like your trading to help you earn more by playing the markets first step three medyo, this is pretty much time consuming pero if you really want to dive into cryptocurrency the nft space and web3 uh you really have to learn uh, about it yourself and then find others who share your interest para may makausap ka and then exchange ideas uh ask um, questions ganyan kumbaga find a community that you can also uh, exchange ideas with uh, na uy okay ba tong coin na to uh, or ano yung thoughts niyo sa mga ganto ganto na nakikita niyo around the crypto space tapos next yan diyan na papasok yung pagle-learn niyo about altcoins NFTs NFT gaming and etong buzzword na metaverse so eto na yung next step niyo kasi When you venture into cryptocurrencies, ang una yung maiisip is yung mga crypto coins, yan. Pero after that, uh, maririnig nyo na yung mga NFTs, metaverse. So, the way you actually get into this is uh, go to Twitter and then learn how to use Discord. Kasi these two social media slash communication tools ang main uh, parang avenues of communication ng different Uh, cryptocurrency projects so if you really want to learn more about their community their project itong twitter and discord ang magiging friends nyo kumbaga and then step 5 explore different projects and how it can affect the future of the web 3 and crypto space so there are several new projects ngayon na lumabas after ng Ethereum. So, basically, Ethereum started to change how developers think about blockchain and 
cryptocurrency in general kasi nga nagkaroon na ng way to develop yung decentralized apps. And because of this, syempre, nagkaroon ng mga new issues like scaling issues ulit, yung transaction fees, um, other forms of utility ng blockchain technology. So, because of that, nagkaroon na ng mga different solutions naman for those problems. So, there's layer 1 technologies, layer 2 technologies, and then In the NFT space, meron yung mga NFT gaming coins. So, yung mga rewards nila for that, yung mga governance tokens. So, kumbaga, all of these things can affect the future of crypto and Web3. In, kasi, yung mga problems na masosolve today or no, masosolve ng mga current projects, uh, yun yung magpapatuloy ng adoption ng cryptocurrency sa buong mundo. So, currently kasi hindi naman regulated ang cryptocurrencies. Some countries are even banning cryptocurrencies kasi, uh, yun nga, decentralized, wala silang control uh, about it. So, parang currently, hindi pa talaga fully adopted yung blockchain technology. Pero the way we think na masasolve yun is through supporting projects that can actually solve problems with blockchain technology. So, currently listed yung mga yan. May mga mariresearch kayong projects about it. Basically, explore more about cryptocurrency once you get the first three steps down. So, yung step one natin, yung get a crypto wallet, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so, step six, of course, get yourself involved with a community that you can vibe with and others and enjoy the journey towards the future. So, Maraming groups. Maraming groups ngayon sa Facebook, Telegram, yung tuloy niyan sabi namin. Sa Discord din, marami. Um, there are gaming guilds that you can join. Kahit hindi ka pa maging scholar ng mga gaming guilds na to, they offer education din as well. Kasi uh, one main thing about cryptocurrency is com the community has power, I think. Uh, over those projects na mga cryptocurrencies. So, if you're part of that community, marami kang matututunan sa kanila, marami kang matututunan doon sa project, and uh, basically, you are with people who share the same interest as you. So, mas madali mo ma-adapt and malalearn yung mga blockchain technologies na to. So, hindi naman sa binubuhat namin sa sarili namin bako, but you can also join our Discord server, our Facebook group, Uh, yung Facebook page naman, yan. Uh, and we will share our knowledge to you and we will be also be inviting uh, experts na nasa space ngayon so to help us learn more about NFTs, crypto, Web3, yan. So if you are interested, you can join our social media accounts and Discord server. Uh, ako, Gab, I can hmm. yes. emphasize this enough, yung community. Sige. I mean, you can only learn so much yourself and sobrang fast-paced ng digital currency. So, hindi mo talaga mababalitaan lahat kung hindi mo papalawakan yung network mo. So, kahit mag-join ka ng iba-ibang community, mag-lurker ka lang, ganyan, basta expand your network para lang mas madami yung pasok ng what's new in the digital world. Ganun. Mag-add lang ako. Uh, since ako, since member ako dito, Uh, actually na laban ko lang yung about crypto last year uh, introduce sa akin nung isang sa members na si Seth uh, so malaki talaga yung factor na mag-join ka sa mga FB groups sa Discord uh, dun mo kasi talaga malalaman kung ano yung mga pinapasok ng tao 
para magka-idea ka kung yung isang NFT group or yung crypto na gusto mong pasukin ay reliable or meron silang mas in-depth na information to provide para mas magkaroon ka ng idea sa gusto mong pasukin. Oo, oh, tsaka nga, kanyari, lalo kung bago-bago ka sa crypto, pwedeng may inaay kang project na na-experience na ng other members na ragpool before. So, pwede kang mga ma-heads up ano, oy, baka ragpool sa or hindi ganun kaganda yung white paper and all those stuff. So, outside dun sa nakakuha ka ng maraming info sa mga palabas na currency or NFT, nagkakapin ka rin ng additional inputs to better way out your options dun sa funds na meron kang gusto i-invest. Ayan, agree, agree. Also, being part of the community sa mga NFT projects is a good thing kasi some or I think most developers na mga matitunong projects actually listen to the community's feedback. If you're part of that conversation, you can help the developers make a better product na you can totally like invest in. Kumbaga, mas ma- magiging okay sa'yo yung project kasi uy, nakikinig pala tong company na to or developers na to sa input ng community. So, uh, I have a say. Kumbaga, uh, pwede kong ma-voice out yung concerns ko and then they can address it if they want to. So, ayun. Overall, parang being part of the community in a way also helps build the future of Web3 and cryptocurrencies. Diba? So, ano nga ba yung mga nakikita yung future naman ng ating crypto space sa Philippines? Currently, ang mga nakikita namin is first is yung metaverse uh, immersions na tinatawag. So, dito na pumapasok yung mga VR technology, yung dinedevelop ng meta, yung company ni Mark Zuckerberg na mga devices. Meron silang dinedevelop na eyewear, um, gloves, and I think bodysuit pero hindi pa nila pinapresent sa public. Um, all to be fully immersed sa metaverse. So, yung metaverse, ito yung term na kinoin for a digital world that you can actually participate in using either NFTs or yung mga products na i-release nila in the future. So, to be fully immersed in this world, syempre, kailangan mo ng devices that can help you visualize and feel kung ano yung nandun sa world na yun. So, yun yung isa sa mga pwede nating abangan sa future ng, hindi lang sa Philippines, but... Oh, all across the world. Next is yung mass adoption. So currently, diba, hindi pa naman fully accepted ang blockchain and cryptocurrencies. So ito yung pinaka-inihintay ng lahat actually na nasa crypto world. Yung mass adoption. This can only happen if magkaroon ng proper discussions, I think, from blockchain technology developers and yung mga world leaders basically hindi tayo magiging fully decentralized if magkakaroon ng regulations yung countries about the crypto space. Pero, at the same time, ang goal naman kasi ng governments is to protect the interest of the people that they are uh, associated with. So, kung presidente ka na isang uh, bansa, syempre, gusto mong proteksyonan naman yung mga mamamayan mo na hindi malugi sa cryptocurrencies, ganyan. So, Kumbaga, kailangan magkaroon ng ano eh, 
uh, halfway na compromise siguro in the future para magkaroon talaga ng mass adoption. Then next or last last point dito sa glimpse of the future is yung decentralized finance or yung DeFi interfacing with traditional finance. So there are banks na yun ya fully accepting naman with the technologies that blockchain has to offer. Pero meron pa rin yung mga kumukontra from the traditional finance perspective kasi nga, hindi regulated, walang other ways to actually identify a scammer. Kumbaga, wala pang rules na establish kung paano i-handle yung mga certain things like fraud, identity theft, yung mga ganyan. May mga companies naman, mga banks nga na currently trying to bridge the gap na meron from the decentralized finance which is yung mga uh, decentralized exchanges natin, yung mga wallets, to fully interface yung traditional finance para wala na maging issues in terms of regulations, uh, yung mga frauds, mga ganyan. Kumbaga, they have to find a solution on how they could interface. Kasi tingin ko, hindi fully mawawala yung traditional finance even if we adopt yung cryptocurrencies unless magiging blockchain-based lahat ng banks. <laughs> which in turn maging ano na sila web3 style na bank na sila so ayun if you see sa picture sa baba uh, union bank is actually gonna be offering you crypto trading and custodial services so basically magiging ano sila magiging binance ng philippines which is probably a good thing for us filipinos kasi at least there's some support sa crypto space pero ayun medyo long way to go pa talaga on having the DeFi interface with traditional finance. Ayo ba guys, ano yung mga nakikita niyong possible future ng crypto space? So yung napapansin ko nga based dun sa sinishare ko sa inyo dun sa group natin, yung parang papunta tayo sa Ready Set, ayun, Ready Player 1 na palabas kung napanood niyo yun or ayun. Kaso I think matagal pa yun kasi mabagal internet, pa-develop pa lang sa Pinas. Kaso dun tayo papunta eh. Lahat tayo nakasuot ng parang VR, as mapunta tayo sa Metaverse World. Doon tayo mag interact tapos papasok na tayo sa idea na hindi mo naman determine kung reality pa ba tong nakikita natin. So medyo scary in a way, kaso medyo cool din in a way kasi doon na mangyayari sa lahat eh. So yung mga nangyayari ngayong mass adoption sa crypto, yung sa land acquisition, sa mga axi na land, So nagiging maganda yung nangyayari sa sandbox de sa sand din. Ayun. Sobrang exciting ang nangyayari sa space. Kaya can't wait for the future. Kaya kailangan natin mag-adapt parate. Agree, agree. Actually, like kung nababanggit din na we are too early in this. <laughs> like sobrang dami pang pwedeng matutunan. Uh, sobrang dami pang pwedeng mangyari. Kaya as much as possible, we adapt by learning the crypto space, the NFT space and just be ready uh, ano, kasi malaking change yung gagawin if ever na i-adapt talaga yung Web3. So, very exciting and scary at the same time tama. <laughs> Pero ayun eh, uh, at, ano parang nakikita ko na everything is gonna be all in the blockchain soon. So, it's just a matter of when. So, sabi ni Chela, uh, from Ready Player One to a Wall-E lifestyle. Sana hindi naman yung tulad talaga nangyari sa Wall-E na nakaupo na lang tayo forever. Uh, sabi ni Gideon, marami pa, nil- marami pa ma-adapt 
Tsaka sooner or later yung mga passion tsaka mga ginagawa natin pang araw-araw pwede kumita through crypto space and metaverse. Yes, tama din yun. Excited na ako sa FB metaverse tsaka yung YouTube. Papasukin din nila yung NFTs tsaka mga crypto. Yes, agree. Yung announcement ng YouTube uh, making NFTs happened around two days ago. So, maybe it will be something like yung NBA Top Shots, which is called Moments. So, mga digital snippets ng video na ginawa nilang NFT. I think ganoon yung mga mangyayari sa YouTube. Or maybe they will offer a completely different kind of NFT. Uh, they are the ones who will be the first to actually do. So, baka mauna sila dun sa type of NFT na ipipresent nila. So, Siguro antayin lang tayo na maging keynote nila or something. I'm sure they will release something to share it with the world. <laughs> Ayan. How about the others? May iba pa kayong nakikitang future ng NFT space? Actually, we're done with the podcast topics. Um, I think we can now open the floor for questions naman sa ating viewers. Uh, anything about crypto or sa mga na-discuss natin ngayon? Or maybe you want to share your thoughts sa mga napag-usapan natin today? Um, just comment sa ating Facebook Live or dito sa general chat sa Discord if you're already a member of it. Sabi ulit ni Gideon, uh, kung dati trabaho lang tayong trabaho para sa kinabukasan, ngayon kailangan ng, ng mag-diversify sa panahon ngayon. True. As with any, uh, I think, ventures din naman. Uh, kailangan mo din talaga mag-adapt and syempre, hindi mo ipuput in one basket yung whatever it is that you're investing in. So, like, yun naman yung laging ano dyan, uh, advice. So, diversification, doing your own research, and yeah, trying out new things. Siguro, Gab, para dun sa mga young listeners natin, no, na, for example, wala pa silang uh, bank account. Uh, meron ba tayong marirecommend na kung if ever gusto nilang mag-open, may mga banks ba tayo na marirecommend for them? Or pwede na ba Gcash ngayon? Pwede na ba sa 7-11 nagpa-load? Okay. So, in terms of bank accounts, ang um, crypto-friendly currently is yung Union Bank and yung ING. So, both of these banks offer yung pag-open ng account through their mobile apps. So, wala ka nang, di, di mo na kailangan pumunta ng branch mismo to apply. Pero you have to have yung mga valid IDs. Yung, kumbaga, uh, yung usual na hinihingi for back accounts, kailangan ready ka. Pero scanned version or picture yung isasend mo sa kanila. So, yun yung mga dalawang banks na alam kong cryptocurrency friendly. And then, if wala ka pa namang valid ID na kulang yung valid ID mo, isa lang, pwede yung Gcash or Paymaya. So, sa Binance, you can cash in or buy cryptocurrencies through the P2P or yung peer-to-peer payments. And some sellers there are accepting Gcash and Paymaya payments. So, pwede rin through that. So, at least medyo flexible na in terms of uh, investing sa Binance. Yan. And yun pala, uh, Binance yung isa sa mga nire-recommend namin na exchange. So, if you want to try trading or just investing into crypto, Binance is uh, number one <laughs> sa recommendation natin. So, may nag-comment si Christian Andre Kalilong. Uh, aside sa burning mechanism, ano pa way para tumaas value ng isang token? It really depends on how the 
NFT game is uh, set up. So, usually may dalawang tokens yan, di ba? Yung governance token and yung in-game reward na token. If yung supply ng in-game reward is unlimited, the only way is to add more utility for that token or yun ya, mag-add sila ng additional burning mechanisms. Kasi kung marami yung supply sa market, uh, expect talaga na babagsak yung price na to kahit ano mangyari. Unless they provide the players a way to uh, use or burn yung token na yun, wala na I think ibang way to have the price go up again. Something like staking, yan. <laughs> Pwede ganun din. Although, yun nga, unlimited kasi yung ano eh. Kapag unlimited yung supply, medyo mahirap siyang patasin. That is it for this podcast session. For next week's podcast session, we have a very special guest. And meron akong game na papagawa sa inyo. So, you guys have to guess sino yung next guest namin for next week. So, magpo-post kami sa Facebook nitong exact picture na to. And then, we will also provide some mechanics para manalo kayo ng 500 pesos Gcash. So, yun. <laughs> I hope naging maganda or naging entertaining and educational itong podcast session namin that you have you guys have watched. You may follow us on all our social media. Nasa Facebook page naman siya. And usually at NFT Pinas lang naman yung uh, username. So you, you can easily search for us. And we encourage you to join our Facebook group and also the Discord channel kasi doon kami nagkakaroon ng actual discussions then about NFTs, crypto trading. Soon, magkakaroon kami ng activities within the group. And then, may special something for the first 100 members. And currently, sa Discord, we have 61 pioneers. So, if you have the pioneer role sa Discord server namin, the future is bright. Yun na lang masasabi ko sa inyo, guys. <laughs> so, yeah, we, we really encourage you guys to join our Discord server. So, yeah, that's it for today. Um, you may also expect our podcast to be listed on Spotify and Google Podcast, but that will be probably next week. Uh, if you also want to watch the replay, nasa FB page lang naman tong live na to, but we will also do an edited version that you can watch on uh, YouTube. So, salamat sa ating mga kasama to for tonight sa core team ng NFT Pinas. Maraming salamat sa mga nanood sa ating Facebook Live. Yeah, thank you guys for watching. See you guys on the next podcast episode, which is next week. Bye! <laughs>